finally, we just, we came to this point and I became who I am now, but still we could not find a solution. And then here comes a uh, lightning guy. He was like, the Mata is, is calling, calling me. me. Hey you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 23. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Yep, so this week, um, we watched more things than normal because we are watching weekly anime for the new season. Um, started a few new ones, but let's get the old ones out of the way first. So, One Piece? One Piece? Yeah. We watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's your experience now since you've been reading the manga and then going all the way back to Whole Cake Island? How does that make you feel? Um, it makes me realize that you actually kind of need to watch them together. I feel like once, like the manga is part one and the anime is part two, kind of. Like they're literally the same thing, but some like one may give you a little bit more detail than the other or vice versa like the whole thing with smoothie this week it's yeah. like in the anime they animated you know like how she was like killing her, the soldiers on her ship and like sucking them dry of all their liquids and growing bigger and stuff but in the manga it was just like i kind of just didn't understand what was happening yeah, <laughs> I was just like, yeah okay. it was kind of like her subordinates were like like, you're getting too big for the ship. And we're like, okay, so... How is this working? How is this working? What's going on? It's like... And I'm glad they gave her something because she was really underwhelming in the manga. Like, she was one of the three generals, but they never made her seem like... She was a problem. Know, she was a problem, you know? Yeah, even in the anime so far, she doesn't seem like she's, like, a real threat or a real problem. But at I least they gave her more than they did in the manga. I That's guess all. the only time that she really seemed impressive is when like Brooke and Pedro were trying to sneak in and she was the sweet general who arrived and yeah. we first find out what the sweet generals were. I think the only person who is actually like truly, truly, truly impressive is Katakuri. That's true. Um, everybody else is just kind of like, they seem like extras. They but... seem like mean, powerful extras, you know, it's just like, yeah. they're powerful, but are they really like the guy with the book power he seems incredibly useful but at the same time it's like now that they're away from him he's not a real threat yeah. you know same thing with the oldest brother Taros, with the candy candy fruit or whatever you know he he's a real problem but now that they've gotten away from him he's not a real threat anymore so yeah i don't but this episode, the best part of this episode has to be Fonpe going down. Because Fonpe just, you know, just horrible. Just horrible. And I like, I think this episode, in this part, when I read it in the manga, was what gave me so much like respect for Katakuri. Because at first, you kind of dislike Katakuri because you know he's going to be this huge challenge for Luffy. But at the same time, it's like, there's this moment where Luffy's like, I want to beat him at his, at his best. 
he's like, I don't want to just barely win. Like I want, I want to destroy him. I want to beat him. You know, I want to get this observation, <laughs> the color of observation or whatever. And I want it to be at his level or better than him. And I want to beat him, you know? And that's the first time we really see Luffy. Like I want to really beat someone, you know, not just, I want to win. And this episode, when Katakuri realized what happened, because what happened basically is Flampe shot her little needle thing into Luffy, and it messed up his legs, broke his concentration, and Katakuri maximized on the opportunity, not knowing what was happening, and stabbed him in the stomach. And once he realized, he was like super pissed off. He was like, you don't meddle in a fight between Mm -hmm. men basically he pulled a, a frankie and senior pink moment yeah, you know like, like, it, like he was he was honorable in that moment i was like yeah you know and then not only did he tell her off he stabbed himself in the stomach to i guess even the odds because he wounded luffy like based he, off of something that Flampe did like he wouldn't have gotten the opportunity otherwise he felt like it was unfair and then him doing that it's just like wow I have a lot of respect for you because it takes a lot of guts to stab yourself in the stomach pun intended and (laughs) stab yourself in the stomach and then I also takes a lot of guts I also like that him and Luffy had this understanding like you know what the those the sideliners are getting kind of annoying and then Luffy's like yeah they can't even stand on their feet and then they just use their Conqueror's hockey, hockey and it clashes and all of them are just like, oh, uh, I'm knocked out. Just knocked out. Just all of them. Down. It was, it, it was such a cool moment. Like It was. And then they like basically put their fists up and it just boils down to, we just gonna knock each other in the face until one of us falls down. Yeah, it was just about to go down. So. Um, one thing. Oh, and Katakuri's like, I want you to know that I no longer think that you're that much weaker than me. So Katakuri acknowledges him like, I recognize you as a strong opponent. Yeah, the other thing that I actually liked was um, Luffy. Like, after Katakuri stabbed himself and everything, and he basically apologized for taking advantage of, you know, Fonpe's whatever, Luffy was like, hey, there are no rules in, in pirate battles. It's my fault because I didn't dodge you, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, that's a very, like, grown-up way of thinking for Luffy right there. And I was just like... I think Luffy has... I know this, bear with me. I feel like Luffy and Goku have a lot in common in that their mentality is very childish, but when it comes to fighting, they fully recognize the situation that they're in. And they're probably... When that very situation they're a little bit more mature than some of the other people that they deal with. Yeah, it's just like, when it comes to stuff outside the fight, they're, they're, they're goofy, childish. They're childish. Goofy. They're like, why would you do this? Like, think with your head. It's but frustrating. In a, but, but in the fight, in it's fight, like, they're different. You know? It's a completely different per- person. Like, Luffy, he's normally like, so, just, just kiddish, you know? And but when he's fighting, he's like, "There's no fair fights. Like I know who I am. I know what I am. I'm a pirate. There are no fair fights among pirates. Like you didn't do anything wrong. It's my fault because I should have avoided it, and I didn't avoid your spear. Like that's on me. And you wounded yourself. It's like basically, he's like, we're not samurai, okay? Like we're pirates. We're pirates, and this is what it is. It happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's that's a lot of One Piece for this week. So let's move on to Black Clover. 
Black Clover dropped some gems on us this week. Like, the knowledge <laughs> just came pouring out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the so. whole spiel. Basically, if you haven't watched Black Clover up until this point, what happened was Asta got the magic stone from the from the Queen of the Witches. Basically, the Queen of the Witches realized that, you know, Vanessa got stronger because she's imperfect because she has she's hung up on being perfect or whatever. And then she heals everybody on the mountain. Like, this is why she's the queen and nobody goes near her. Because her magic encompasses everybody on the the mountain. Yeah, in the whole forest. In the whole forest. She, after this epic battle, she's defeated. She heals everybody. And then she's like, okay, you're free to go. And yeah, they leave. And she has this moment with Vanessa where she's like, you know you're free to go like you this is your home this is your birthplace you can return and visit whenever you like because up until this point Vanessa has pretty much been not banned from the village but like on the run like you don't return to the place you escape like if you're a prisoner and you escape from prison you don't return to go visit and be like hey guys what's up you know that's not what happens and that's kind of the point that she's taking but the queen was like you're forgiven if you want to come back home you can come back home you know yeah. Which I thought was nice. And the fact that the queen at this point is just sort of over the whole thing. She's not trying to fight the black bulls. She's not trying to fight anybody. She's like, oh, yeah, they came here for this magic stone that I wear in my ear. Here. I don't need it. You can have it. And they're just like, really? Thanks. Yeah. And, it was like, and then she just continues to drop all of this knowledge on them. Like, like, first of all, only elves can really use the magic stones anyway. And they were in power like a couple of centuries ago. Yeah, that great demon that, you know, that the first Wizard King fought, that was uh, Forbidden, Forbidden Magic. Forbidden Magic from the elves. Um, what else was it? I'm trying to remember. She basically oh, oh the, his swords. His swords used to belong to like the, 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 of the elves. elves, elves. Yeah, and it was just like, she also told him the story how the elves were defeated. Like, Asta's brain just exploded during all this knowledge. Like, if it wasn't for Asa's brain exploding, she probably just would have just kept going and just kept kept dropping the knowledge on him. It was... It was, was kind of dope. Yeah, it was kind of dope. Because you get a lot of explanation and it's so nonchalant and just thrown in there. But you get an explanation for a lot of stuff. And you realize that the Queen of Witches has been around for a long time. time. And you realize that this is the reason why nobody messes with the Queen of Witches. Like, she's been around for not years, but centuries. She saw the elves summon this demon king that started the Clover Nation. Like, she was around before the Clover Nation. Come on. Like, you, you just don't mess with someone who's got that kind of power. Who can literally control everyone within a forest with her blood magic. You just, you, you just leave her alone. You know? She's not bothering you. She ain't bothering nobody. You stay in your lane. She stay in her lane. Everybody good. You know? Yeah. She even gave those, uh, the guys from the Diamond Kingdom that, uh, that piece of her spell or whatever to heal their king or whatever yeah she's she's just like 100% done with everybody she's just like get out my forest I don't want nothing to do with y'all bye whatever y'all need here leave yeah but the best part of this episode was okay so we went you have to keep in mind that the reason we went to the forest in the first place was to fix Asta's arms okay and everybody went out looking for a way to break the curse on Asta's arms so that he could use them again so I can't remember their names forgive me but basically, the highlight of these two, like Charmy and Transformation Girl, who we, Gray, 
Was it gray? Yeah, gray. Yeah. So Charmy and Gray go out and they come back with like mushrooms growing out of their head because Charmy ate some weird stuff. Yeah, because they then, went through some forest searching for some way to cure his arms. Yeah, and then Goosh, Go, Goosh and... Uh, silent Guy. Silent Guy. I think his name is Gordon. Gordon, yeah, yeah. Gordon. They Gordon. went to the King's Library looking for a way and yeah, they came yeah. back complete nerds. Like, 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 like nerds. They're super intellectual, are super smart, but then they're still like, oh, but I couldn't find a, a way to uh, save Asta's arms. Oh, and Charmy couldn't find a way either. Yeah, none of them could find By a the way. way. And but, so they were just like... And then I, and I still would come up, wave his arms like, look, my arms are fixed. <laughs> and then Charmy was just like, whatever, do you want a mushroom? And he was like, I don't want to eat that. And then um, um, Gordon and Ghost got a nosebleed and Gordon, you have to really pay attention to Gordon because Gordon is super observant. Kind of crazy, kind of really, really kind of creepy. But super observant because he explains that the reason Gosh his nose starts bleeding when he sees Asta is because he thinks of him as family and he wants him to be just as happy. It puts him basically in the same circle as his little sister and that he's family and he wants him to be happy, which is kind of really high praise for Gosh, yeah. you know. And then the highlights we have. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> Just ruin my anti my my climax, but whatever. All right. The best part was when um, the lightning guy. I can't. I can never remember their names. And uh, the punk guy with the with the bat and the fire. Um, Magna. Magna and, and, and I can't remember that guy's name. I can't remember. But you know who he is. He always wants to fight. Yeah. Right. That, that guy. They come back and they're like gods. They're, they're like, like super saiyan <laughs> like like they're glowing like like magna is like glowing with fire and the other guys like glowing with lightning glowing with lightning just just all around him you know who he looked like um you have you seen uh atlantis the did like the the disney version maybe you remember when at the end she takes in all that magic that she starts glowing and her hair flies up. Yeah. And her hair flies up. That's what he was looking like. Yeah, yeah. Like the, they went to a dungeon to try to find. <laughs> they went to the Avatar State. That's yeah. what they did. They went to a dungeon to try to find a cure for Asta, and they faced enemies after enemies. And Magnum was like, <laughs> Magnum came back and he was all philosophical <laughs> and stuff. He was like. I went and I looked for for a way to return the wings to the fallen angel, but I couldn't. And we fought so many enemies, and I was at this point where I had to destroy my weaker self. And we fought, but I won, and I came out stronger for it. And it never ended. And we fought enemy after enemy, and finally, we just we came to this point, and I became who I am now. But still, we could not find a solution. And then here comes a uh, lightning guy. He was like. The Mata is, is calling, calling me. me. And that's all he kept saying. <laughs> like he, all he kept saying. It was like Afro Dufermas. He was just like, the Mana is calling me. The Mana is calling me. Like, and like, Magda is just like so deep and intellectual because he's talking about Asta. Like Asta is the angel who lost his wings and he was trying to... It was it was confusing. Was it's, he really, or did he really meet an angel? I wasn't sure. <laughs> who knew? Who knows? Who knows? Because the other guy's completely messed up in the head. He was just like the, the mana, mana is, is calling, calling me. me. 
And it was just like, oh, okay. He had some deep intellectual stuff that he was not ready like, for. Like, he wasn't even asking to fight. He was just like, the mana is calling me. Like He was broken. He broke. Like, Both of them just broke. Like, every time Magna took a breath from his long philosophical story of what happened, like, he just interrupted with, the mana is calling me. So, but then <laughs> Asta shows up and he's like, my arms are fixed. So they go completely back to normal. Oh, great. That's so fantastic. Hey, hey, now that you're all fixed, now you want to fight? You want to go try to kill each other? <laughs> like, uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that episode of Black Clover. Um, it, it was a fun watch. It was. It was. Very entertaining. And then, right. um, and then, of course, Yami sent him to do, like, random stuff because Asta like, can't like, sit still. Yeah, like get beer and stuff. Beer, clean that. Clean the entire place. Do all, do, the, do all the chores that weren't doing during the day because everybody left to go look for gears for Asta. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. How there's so much laundry and no one was there. Well, maybe it was laundry day and <laughs> nobody did it. I don't know. Who knows? But okay, moving on. That's Black Clover. <laughs> all right, let's get to our new weekly anime. Woo-woo. All right, the anime for this season that we are watching. Um, first, The Rising of the Shield Hero. We watched it. Um, first episode's 45 minutes long, so just be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's about 45 minutes long. Um, so it's like two episodes, but you know, it's fine. The first one. It's a series premiere. Yeah, a series premiere. Um, it was, I would have to say, I think it has actual potential. Okay, he's putting it mildly. I enjoyed it a lot, I enjoyed actually. it, too. And basically... Um, just so you know, from this point on, this is going to be nothing but spoilers oh, for oh, the oh. winter 2019 anime, so just prepare yourself for that. Yeah, it's going to be spoilers, and if you're avoiding these spoilers, you're also not going to read want to read the description on Verve for the first episode of The Rising of the Shield Hero. Just watch the episode. I know 45 minutes is a big commitment, but just watch the episode, because that description will spoil the whole thing. Okay, there's your warning, so we'll give you three seconds to... Pause the podcast and go watch it before you come back. Three, two, one. All right, so moving on. The Rising of the Shield Hero is about this guy, right? He's an otaku, but he's like, we're going to call him mild level otaku because we have other otaku and other anime who are complete shut ins. And yeah, he's, he's not a, at that level. He's, he's like, like a functioning otaku. He's a functioning otaku. Like, he, he goes to school, he doesn't really interact with people, but I think that's a personal choice. And he, he likes to but, read manga. Like, and he gets out the house, like, goes to the library. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's normal, right? And then he op- he goes to the library. He's looking for a new light novel. He picks up this book because they all fall out and, all, and hit him in the head and all that good stuff. And he picks it up. He's like, oh, cool. And he's reading it. And then he gets to this last page. And he's like, oh, I guess the shield hero has his own description, too. And eh, wrong. He gets sucked into the book. And... He, or the book transports him. Or well, the book transports him. It's not really clear. Whatever. And basically, he ends up in this alternate universe, and they summoned him as the shield hero. Yeah, he's and one of the four heroes. Because there's a spear, spear hero, hero, a sword hero, hero and, and a like, bow. Like a, an archer. An archer. Bow hero. I don't know what's called. But, but yeah. he's the shield one. And basically, they go this whole spiel of explaining that you've been summoned to this world because we need you to fight these beasts or these monsters or whatever. You're at level one. It's like basically starting a video game. You're at the you you are the hero who has to defeat the ultimate evil, but you're at level one and so is all of your all of your equipment. So you have to level up, right? And so they give them the knight, and then 
the other heroes get together and they're like, okay, let's try to figure out what's going on. Come to find out they're all from the same... Different versions of Different the same. versions of the same place. So yeah. parallel universes. Mm-hmm. Right? And with different history and things like that. Basically, the other three heroes um, are Otaku who all play this RPG game where mm-hmm. you have... You could choose from... Or have played similar RPG games that are similar to this world. Yeah. And they're basically like, if you're the hero, basically some of you, you have to go defeat the beast. And basically they tell them nobody wants to be the shield hero because the shield hero is the weakest and you basically can't win the game if you're a shield hero or whatever and so of course main character freaks out but and then the next day comes and basically the king has chosen all these people he was like you have to go out and venture to level up your stuff so here are some adventurers to help to join your party and help you of course, and, nobody chooses the shield hero. Right, because they don't get to, the the heroes don't get to pick who goes with them. The adventurers pick who they want to go with and basically line up behind them. And nobody lines up behind the shield hero, right? Because basically, this whole time, everybody's just throwing digs at the shield hero. Like, did we even really need to summon him? We could have just summoned the other three, and yada 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 yada. Right? Basically, they're just dogging him out. Like, there's no tomorrow. No one shows up, and then this one girl, of course, she's the prettiest volunteers he's like she's like i'll go with the shield hero right Mm -hmm. so fast forward they go she's showing him how to level up she takes him to this um place to get weapons and armor and stuff he finds out that he can't use any weapons he can literally only use his shield that's his only thing he can use that's the only weapon he can use is a shield but it's a shield not a weapon Weapon. so So he's kind of like okay and he doesn't have anyone to join his party who can actually use weapons so he's just like what am i supposed to do Anyway, fast forward, um, first day is over, they're having dinner, she invites him to have some wine, and yeah, he turns drugs. her down, he's like, I don't really like, I don't like alcohol, I don't, I don't like booze, I don't drink, or whatever, but you know, thanks for the offer, I'm going to go to bed early, you know, try to get a head start for tomorrow. He goes to bed, next day he wakes up, lo and behold, he's getting woken up, pretty much, he, he's been completely robbed, shocker. And the king's guard is like, the king has summoned you. Basically, she's gone running to the hero she lined up behind originally. And basically told him that he tried to rape her. And she called the king. And the king basically stripped him of all of his duties. All the people know what's going on. Everybody hates him. And he's basically trying to defend himself. Like, I didn't do that. And of course, no one believes him because they're like, you're a strange person from a strange world. And she's saying that you tried this and the whole time that she's pretending to be scared and hiding behind this other hero, Mm -hmm. she's making faces at him and laughing at him, basically. And he just loses it. And he's just like, you know what, whatever. Y'all want to see me as this person? Y'all want to think I'm this? Y'all want to think I'm that? Y'all not hearing me? Whatever. I don't need y'all. And so basically he goes out and he levels up by himself. And even the guy who, like, the armor guy... Um, that they went to earlier he sees him and he's about to knock the crap out of him and he doesn't even fight him he's like go ahead and do it if that's like even you he and i think he says that he's like you too like you think i did it too and he's like you know what here are the clothes because she took everything not just his armor but the literal clothes off of his back that he was summoned to the world with that you can't even buy yeah and the and the guy just gives it back to him and he's like here you go it's five what is it five copper mm-hmm. and he's like he takes it he's like I'll pay you back someday mm-hmm. 
And then he goes out, he trains all night, he kills these things, and then he does his... He sells their little, their little, sells their... Skin, skin or, whatever. or whatever. Basically, they're like balloons, and we once you pop them, you pick up the pieces and you can sell them. They're not really worth anything. Well, I think video, it's a video game. It's the weakest level monster. Once you defeat it, you can go sell it, but they're only going to give you like one copper for each one. It's not impressive. And basically, no one wants to haggle with him because then we fast forward and he's trying to sell it at the merchant, right? He's behind this guy. This other guy has, I think, one or five or something like that. And the merchant's like, okay, I'll give you 20 copper for all five. And he's like, okay, cool. He gets up there. He drops down like, what, 40 of them or something like that. And he's like, okay, I'll give you one copper for all of them. And he's like, lies. I'm not taking that deal. And basically, what he's done is the little balloon monsters. He's let them like bite him all over. And under his cape, he's got like three or four of them attached to his body. And so he just throws the merchant under his coat. He's like, you know, I really think we could come up with a better deal. What do you think? He's like, let me out, let me out. It's like, but you told the other guy that he, who only had five, that you give him at least 20. I've got at least 25 here on the table for you. I'm sure we could do better than one copper. He said, we could do better. We could do better. Just let me out. So he lets him go and he gives him a fair price. And he's like, great. I hope we can have a continue to do business. If you don't want this to happen again, you're going to give me a fair price. And uh, you know what? Go ahead and tell everybody else about it too. He was like, you know what? I was going to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he didn't want to have to deal with that when he tried to sell other stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why he could walk around with the things just biting him though is because he doesn't take damage. Yeah, so, he's a shield hero, so he doesn't take any damage. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool too. But the show has potential. Like now that he's acting like a, uh, like a, like a nonchalant. I don't care. Y'all want to be mad at me and treat me like like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna be the person that y'all wanted me to be. And now he's really cool, actually. So I think it's gonna be great. Oh yeah, and then oh, and then at the end, he basically gets called by the slave trader. And he's explaining, like, the different races and the demi-humans and stuff. And that's where we meet, I guess, who's going to be the, the his sidekick, love interest, main side character person. Yeah, we don't know. We'll find out next week. That's just a prediction. I predict, da 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 that he's going to buy the girl and... He's going to unshackle her. He's going to unshackle her and be like, you're free, but I need you to say... No, I don't think he's going to unshackle her. I think he's going to be like... was it parallel a rap city parallel world rap city where he had slaves but they were basically like his friends but technically he still owned them i think it's gonna be like that i think he's going to continue to keep her in bondage so that she can't betray him since that's pretty much what everybody does i don't think though but i don't know because he's got this this move where he's just like you want to join my party cool all right, I'm the leader. I'm taking at least 40%. You do work, you get paid. You don't do work, you don't get paid. Okay. Oh, right. You guys brought me out here to, to mug me. Cool. All right. And just get he, he gets rid of them mm-hmm. effortlessly. And I think it's going to be kind of like that. Like, he's got that mentality now. I don't think he's going to free her just so that he can she can betray him. I think he's kind of over that. And he has to get stronger. He has to. Yeah, he has to find a more efficient way, though, because he has to fight all night just to level up one level because he's, it's nearly impossible for him to do any damage. Yep. Like, he just he just hit people with his fist. Yep. So, there's that. Um, I think it's worth watching. We're going to continue to watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's that. All right, moving on. Sorry that was so long-winded, you guys. I'll try to keep the next one short. The yeah, promise never late. <laughs> 
The Promised Neverland. This is that one that was based off of that best-selling manga from last year. Let me tell you something. I'm not even going to ruin it for you because we watched it and I was so like... It gave me chills and I rarely watch anime and I feel so like enthralled with it that I'm actually like, <gasps> you know? At the end of that first episode, like... Like after it was over, like I realized my heart was beating. Like I had goosebumps. I was just like, "Oh snap!" Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, needless to say, we're going to tell you to watch it. And basically, the premise of it is you have an orphanage, who and there's a mother there who takes care of them, and everybody gets. Are you going to spoil it? Because you just said you weren't going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not spoiling it, but this is what it's about. It's about an orphanage, and there's a mother there who takes care of all the kids, and all the kids get adopted. They well, they believe that everybody gets adopted before they turn 12, right? And they there's three of them who are the top of the pick of the crop. Cream of, cream of the crop. There we go. Mm-hmm. And they're friends, and everybody's great and gets along. And basically, they... One of them is uh, really uh, intellectual. One's, one's just straight up smart. Like, they just one's say it. Like, he's just, just smart. A, one's just straight up a genius. The other one's, one's very intellectual. intellectual. And the and other, other one, one has it, a really... really good at learning. Yeah, she has a really fast learning ability. She's which really allows her to keep up with the other the two. two. Mm-hmm. And basically, they... They're the main three. They're the main three. I'm not going to ruin it for you. You just have to watch it. Just steal yourself if you haven't read the manga and you're going into a blind like we did it's so good i would definitely recommend watching it just steal yourself okay yep All and right. um th- we're going to also continue watching that i believe that one comes out on wednesdays i think uh promise neverland comes out on wednesdays yeah yeah so keep an eye out for that and then the last one dororo dororo or is yes. it dororo Dororo. 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 Like, kind of like Roanoa Zoa, but Dororo. Yeah, Dororo. Well, this anime is on Amazon, so Amazon, fix your subtitles, please. Um, But other than... The subtitles are fixed, you guys. Well, the subtitles exist, and they're there. But every other place does better with their subtitles than Amazon does. Yeah, I mean, Amazon is not our recommendation go-to place to go watch anime. Like, you have so many other options. But currently, they're the only one streaming Dororo. So, if you want to watch it, that's kind of what you're going to have to put up with. Sorry. And if you aren't aware, when it first came out, there were no subtitles. And people were mad. Like, okay, this is in Japanese and there are no subtitles. How am I supposed to watch it? Why are you even streaming it in America? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they, I think they had it fixed, like, within an, an hour or something like that. But people were, were mad. But that's besides the point. That's neither here nor there. Alright, so... Now that we're past that, just... It's worth watching. Alright? Basically, it's about this guy. Um, he decides to make a deal with demons to protect his land because he's a lord or whatever. And he's like, anything of mine you can have. Well, of course, while this is happening, his wife is in the middle of um, giving birth. And when the child is born, he doesn't have eyes, nose, mouth, any limbs, and no skin. Yep. Right? They basically took, and no organs either. So all of his organs are gone. Yeah, but somehow he's alive. But somehow he's alive. But yeah. And then... Basically, basically his dad made that deal with like 20 demons... And now those demons have its its parts. Yep. 
And he was like, and he basically tells his wife, oh, well, that sucks. You're going to have to give birth to another kid. But, you know, the deal that I made worked. And she's, of course, freaking out or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and then he get, tells the midwife, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know? And the midwife was like, do you want to live? And then she sets him out in the ocean and then the demon comes by and, like, eats her. Yep. And a uh, blind guy walks by and kills said demon, mm-hmm. finds a child, and I... I'm guessing he's the one who raised him and gave him the prosthetic stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Because he, he seemed he like he kept him, walking. Or maybe he brought him to the guy who gave him the prosthetics. I don't know. I don't know. Well, But anyway, he got prosthetics at some point. Yeah. We don't know what happens because the next thing we see is 16 years later. Yeah. And he's got like prosthetics and stuff. And he's basically, he's hunting down the demons who took his organs. And every time he kills one, he gets the organ that they took back. Yeah. And so. then he runs into this kid and his, his name, name is Doro. And we think it's a boy. It could be a girl. Yeah. There's no clear determination yet. Yes. Um but basically uh Doro is about to get hit with a demon and uh the demon's one of the ones that he's after. He kills said demon. After he kills said demon, he gets his skin back. So, I'm pretty sure this anime is just going to be about a journey of him going down, hunting down these demons, and getting his skin back, and I guess Dororo is going to be along for the ride. Um, I'm sure he'll play a bigger role since the name of the anime is his name. So, but I I don't know. It's kind of like Naruto. He's kind of not there. Just along for the ride. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What could be called Sasuke? The show really could be called Sasuke. Sasuke! No. It could. That's all he does. Sasuke. <laughs> yeah. Sasuke! Come back to the village, Sasuke! Okay, sorry. Sidetracked. Alright. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but that's it for the weekly anime. Mm-hmm. We're watching five anime weekly now, so... We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, we might add one more later, but we'll talk about it later. Um, moving on. Uh, the We were planning on watching our Netflix recommendations this particular week. Um, we watched Sirius the Jaeger. But we didn't watch Baki. Um, Sirius the Jaeger was actually really good. It was. Um, basically, this one's very basic. You have a group of people hunting down werewolves. And then we have Yuli. Basically, he's what they call a Sirius. And in layman terms, he's a werewolf. And basically, his entire tribe is murdered. His family is destroyed. They turn his brother into a vampire, and he's hunting down vampires now, and is trying to basically find his purpose in life. That's a very good summary. And um, honestly, you don't really have to say anything else. About and it's it. really good. Like the animation is good. The story is good. I mean, it's basic werewolves versus vampires type stuff, but the way it's done is really, really good. So it's really good. And I'm really just just watch it. Just yeah, watch if you it. like any, if you like action-packed anime where it's not a whole whole bunch of time wasted on like character building or yeah and there is in there but it's in there tastefully so you're not like overwhelmed by like oh this entire episode nothing interesting happened yeah there's no no dull episodes like you you, you'll binge it there's fighting in every episode so you're not gonna be bored yeah and uh yeah it's on Netflix so go watch it it's it's great because if you don't have a Netflix in this day and age, I don't know what you're doing, kid. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Um. What we're watching this week 
we of course we're gonna watch One Piece, which is Saturday. Saturday yeah. watching. Yeah. Black Clover, which comes out on Tuesdays. Yep. Yeah. We have uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero, which comes out Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and the Promised Neverland also comes out on Wednesday. Um, Dororo, Dororo, it comes out on Monday. Monday. Um, we might try Grimm's Notes. Grimm's Notes, the animation. We, we've been thinking about it. Um, we didn't watch the first episode um, this week, so maybe we'll watch the first two episodes this week and give it a try. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Um, we might watch Baki since we didn't get to watch it this week. That's still kind of up in the air. We're kind of watching a lot now. Um, and what we will watch for sure, though, is going to be the new Dragon Ball Super movie, Brawly. Um, it comes out on Wednesday. We're going to go see it Thursday. And next podcast, you'll definitely get to hear our thoughts on it. Um, whether it's good, bad, great, fun, not so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. Please make sure that you like, comment, follow, or tweet, tweet at us at I'd Rather Anime. And check us out at I'dRatherAnime.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to anime with us. Until next time, peace. Out. You just leave her alone. You know, she's not bothering you. She ain't bothering nobody. You stay in your lane. She stay in her lane. Everybody good. You know? Because the other guy's completely messed up in the head. He was just like, the mana is, is calling me. Dororo? Or is it Dororo? So, like, can we watch some anime now?